Zynga? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Opposite Attractions, a show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by a man named Jim. He's a man named Jim Murphy. It's Jim Murphy. Hey, Jim. I'm sorry, my, my lightsaber is currently in storage. What? How how could you do that to a over precious, my shoulder? You, it's right. There. Oh, okay. I was like, you made this. This is your baby. Yeah. You're not allowed to put it down anymore. So, in case you're wondering, the weirdest way to introduce yourself to a convention of professional podcasters. It's not pimping up there with a fucking Savi's workshop lightsaber thing across your back. Just be like, hey guys, what's up? I built a lightsaber, isn't that cool? No, it's not. It's not cool at all, dude. And I'm like, but you don't understand. My fans raised it, raised money for me to buy it. Like, that was what I had to use the whole weekend, as people are like, you're not successful. I'm like, motherfucking, what? I'm sorry, <laughs> what did you just say to me? Because I made this. But yeah, Jim, go to fucking Disneyland. That's all I can say after this trip. Go to Disneyland. Because imagine Magic Kingdom with less people better rides, shorter wait times, and also you don't have to go to shitty-ass Hollywood studios to go to Star Wars land. It's just right there. Like, did you guys do the, um... You guys didn't ride the Falcon, did you, for your no. trip? No, we didn't. It took me 20 minutes. It was <laughs> a 20-minute wait for the Falcon. It was so choice. But, um, I'm trying to think. I, I did take notes, and the notes consisted entirely me of me talking about how tiny their shitty-ass castle is. Because <laughs> it's very tiny out there. And also the fact that I ordered a breakfast burrito that was the size of my forearm. And it almost murdered me, Jim. I, I believe the phrase you used for the castle was a cupcake-ass castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Disney World has a cake. Disneyland has a cupcake. It's a little bit smaller. Um, so... I did try my best to make comparisons throughout the whole thing to really see what was different. It was like every ride was just upgraded and a little bit better. <laughs> like because um, they're right down the street. <laughs> yeah, well, Astro Blasters was better. It had a lot more effects in it, um, and also you could hold the gun and not yes. just have to wiggle around a stick in front of you. So that was one that was better. Winnie the P Pooh, Jim. Winnie the Pooh, the visceral, horrifying experience of watching Winnie the Pooh die is multiplied tenfold <laughs> on this version of the ride. Because in this version, it's not a storybook of Pooh, and then the storybook Pooh slowly loses his soul. No, no, no. It is an actual animatronic of Pooh 
that suddenly yeets itself into space and flies above your bot, like above the track. Then you go into the Woozles area, and Tigger is jumping on Pooh's corpse. It's the it's like, the meet and greet character. They just throw that guy, that person, in there and just murder yeah. them every five minutes. Fucking Pooh's getting jumped on by Tigger, who's like, "Wake up, please!" Piglet's crying. We won't stop. Wake up. And then the entire area, there's a, just a vat of honey that I was waiting to see, like, demons pop out of and stare <laughs> at me. So that was, I'm trying to think of the other comparisons, because I also The characters, pir- I think, blew your mind just slightly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jungle Cruise is gonna be the fucking Jungle Cruise no matter where you go. There's not really much of a difference. I didn't have a particularly enthusiastic cruise captain, so I don't know. I don't think I've met my perfect jungle cruise person yet. I don't think I've come into contact with them so far because it's all good jokes delivered by very sad people, and I just can't abide by that. So that one was all right. Pirates, I am going to be in the minority here and say... The fucking Disney World Pirates is so much better. Because Disneyland Pirates has more shit in it, I will say that. It is go around and go into the old bayou, Jim. We're going into the bayou and there's a firefly singing your good banjo music. And it's got not a (laughs) fucking thing to do with pirates. There's nothing to do with pirates in that entire first section of that ride. Pirates of the Louisiana Delta is what it is. Oh, 100%. Then you get yeeted down and it seemed about as much as it was in Disney World. So, like, there's not that much of a change. Then Then you go through basically the dead... You go through the opening uh, chamber in Skyrim, which is just seeing a (laughs) bunch of skeletons and potions everywhere. And there was one cool effect. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, there there was a skeleton drinking out of a bottle. And so you could see inside the skeleton as the liquid dripped down. So that was cool. Would your opinion have changed if you would have seen Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow in the ride. I was fucking waiting. I was waiting that whole time. I was, come on, Jay Depp. The Rock canceled on me. It's all up to you, Johnny. It's me and you, baby. So, uh, no, he didn't come out. And here's the thing. There's just so much waiting. The Disney World version is streamlined. It's dead pirate. Whoosh. Pirates fighting. Whoosh. City's on fire. You're fucking done. You're good. (laughs) This one's like, all right, dead pirates. Now wait in a cave for like 30 seconds. Now you're in the city. Now wait underneath this barrel for 30 (laughs) seconds. Now crash into every possible boat. And exi- you crashed into a boat, two boats behind you. You don't know how that's possible, but you crash into so many of those motherfuckers up there. So, yeah, it, that Pirates was a little bit rough. Now, I do want to bring up a ride that I wasn't going to ride. And then my lovely co-host on Opposite Attractions, Jim Murphy, goes, Hey, How's that How's that wild ride? How's Mr. Toad been doing? And I forgot what the fuck Mr. Toad was about until 
I crash into a train and suddenly I'm in hell. Right before that, I think it was right after I went to August Cantina. So I had a nice buzz going. I was feeling life. I was driving the car, like just moving the, like, oh, I'm gonna make this turn. And then suddenly I'm confronted with my own fucking mortality at 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. in, in Anaheim, California. The, the thing is, like the the like, wind in the willows has nothing to do with going to hell at all. Like some I imagineer was, in was just like, willows. "We're gonna fuck this up for everybody." Yeah, yeah, we're gonna make it the worst thing in existence. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything in food? In you know how in in uh, Florida in Pooh you get the like Mister Toad's like he's in the ride, right? Yeah, yeah. in uh, the Pooh in Disneyland, you go through a section, and if you turn around, you see the the animals from Country Bear Jamboree on the wall. Oh. He- the three Max and Buff and Melvin, or whatever the hell their names are. Yeah, the yeah. three, and because that was what was there before. That's what they took out there to put in Pooh was the Country Bears. That's rough. They're like, That's we so have rough. a we have a land named Bear Country, and we're gonna take out those bears, and we're gonna put in the Pooh Bear to die. I mean, dude. It was, it it looked like they hit it. Like, I had to walk over a fucking bridge and under some bushes to get to Winnie the Pooh. Like, they're like, we don't want anybody on this, but if you want to ride it, you can, They I should guess. do that in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide it away. Put it <laughs> under some bushes. Um, oh, also, I'm surprised I'm still here living and breathing today, because I did go to one of the fancy New Orleans cafes that they have. And I did get a Monte Cristo. Now, Jim, if you don't know what a Monte Cristo... I saw the Cristo, picture you sent me that was it was the size of your head with ham it, in it. It's ham, meat, cow, more meat. And then they just deep fry that motherfucker so hard, so fresh. And then you dip it in jam and they cover it in powdered sugar. It's one of those things that the first bite, you're like, oh, this is so decadent and amazing. I love this. Third bite, fuck me. How am I going to finish this whole thing? This was 15 fucking dollars. I'm not about to walk home without this, but Jesus. So... That was my... Oh, and then at... Did you guys do August Cantina? Uh, no, because we don't drink, so it's kind of like... I'm not going to well, go in there and spend, like, $40 for, like, shitty olives and, and trail mix. Uh, <laughs> Just to but, listen to DJ Rex. Like, I want to hear DJ Rex, but it's not worth that. Oh, bud. Oh, that was a beautiful experience for the old Scotty boy. I had one called uh, the Jet Burner or something like... It was the only... <laughs> It was the only whiskey cocktail they had. It was fucking hot garbage and was served to me in a shot glass. I'm like, I wanted a, a, a cup, not a shot of this. So that was one. And then I did have the fuzzy tauntaun. And it does something to your mouth. I got no other way to describe it. Man. It just does something to your mouth. I don't yeah. It hurts. It's like it puts it, Luke Skywalker in your mouth. Like, it's the pleasure and pain, Jim. It's both hand in hand. It hurts so good. I needed to drink more of them. But I did that, walked around a lot. I think someone flirted with me, but mostly to talk about my lightsaber. It was very cute. Was it Kylo Ren? It was not Kylo Ren. No, but a stormtrooper tried to... 
A stormtrooper tried to fuck my shit up. He walked over to me. I was on my phone and I kept acting like shifty. Like basically <laughs> trying to trying to get their attention, but trying to be like, I'm not doing nothing. He walks over and looks down and is like, What are you doing on that data pad? And I went, Oh, nothing. He goes, We'll allow it, and then walks on. I'm like, oh no. He he knows the story of the pervert Kylo. <laughs> oh, I'm sure everyone knows. There, there's like no. a meeting. They show that Twitter uh, like that they had a pamphlet with that Twitter thread in it. Like, here you go. <laughs> were the Kyber crystals out just to grab when you guys went? Uh in um uh Doc Ondars you could buy uh well, yeah, yeah, I know, but they were, like, behind a shelf for me. Like, I had to go talk to someone to get a guy. No, they were, they were just out, like, with the holocrons, because there was a thing for a while where you had to buy a holocron to get a kyber crystal, but I think they stopped that by the time I went. Oh, okay. Because that's yeah. why I got three different ones. Did you have blue milk? Now I'm just quizzing no. you on No, because you, uh, and I asked you about the alcohol thing, and you were very dep- dis- distressed at that. Uh, about I think that, that is they... a Florida thing, really. Dude, blue milk's fucking baller. I don't care. It's like drinking a pixie stick. I was walking around (laughs) wired. I was ready to go. The only thing that made me mad is I got there at nine in the morning because I was trying to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding pass. I got group 120. I am now, it's now late. I'm freezing because it's actually starting to get cold. And I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm going to go ride It's a Small World and vape on it. And then. (laughs) I forgot about that. And then after I did that, I then said, okay, I'm going to go home. And so I got my Uber to go back. Literally the second I sit in the Uber, they're like, come on in. The boarding pass is ready. You've been called. I'm like, I'm not about to go fucking back in there and walk all the way up there to ride Rise of the Resistance. (laughs) So I was this close. I was in fingertips of touching, but no, I couldn't do it. Now, you, you did say that you enjoyed your lightsaber building experience. I believe the term you're looking for is I cried at my lightsaber <laughs> building experience because it wasn't just for me, Jim. It was the people. It was this is the community's lightsaber. People donated hundreds of dollars to make sure I could secure myself a lightsaber in that edge that we call galaxy. There, there's there's like 10 people in there, right? Like when you do it, it's like eight to 10 people besides you, right? It's like, I think 12, but I will say, I don't know if I told you this, but one of them was dressed up like a first order officer and it was a 10 year old boy. And I just saw Jojo rabbit on the way there on the airplane. (laughs) And I was like, ah, fuck. It's all this shit again. Damn it. Would you, if you had the means uh, of cash, would you would you paid more for like a slightly higher quality lightsaber, but to do that as like a one on one build with a person? I don't. I mean, would it still be the same shit? Would it still be like five pieces? I mean, if they could make it like slightly higher quality, because the thing is, like, if you look around on the internet, you can find very high quality lightsaber builds. That oh are, my! That are, my dude, they're actually like the same price as that. You just don't get twenty minutes of like the lights changing color and hearing Yoda speak. Oh yeah, that was when the t- the waterworks opened. Was when old Yoda was just like, mm, "Fucking pick some shit. I don't care." It was very very good. Um, I don't know. I kind of liked it for what it was. Like that's the perfect theme park experience. I think this is as fancy as I would go and in you, a theme you park. Didn't, uh, you didn't build a droid, I guess, because that would have been another 
GoFundMe for you. Yeah, that was I. I tried to get Mr. Beast of YouTube to give me money, but he did not. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna do it when we go in April. I'm gonna build a droid. I'm gonna make um. See, so, so you're going to the the world in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna okay, make. The so I got this confused because you're like, oh, I'm going to Disney in April or Ju I thought you said July or something, and then you're like, I'm staying in the Tower of Terror. And I thought you were just like, oh, I found this cool hotel. And then you're like, no, I'm here right now. It's like, oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, the hotel. And that was Buck Wild. The hotel I was staying at was haunted, where Ghostbusters was filmed. JFK was there for a few. And it also directly inspired the fucking Tower of Terror. So, yeah, I stayed at a Buck Wild place this week. But yeah, I'm going back in April. I'm going to make R2BS. It's going to be very fun. <laughs> but for now, Jim. We've talked too much about other theme parks. It's time to talk about our theme park. It's a little place known as Sitcop. And if you want to go where everybody knows your name, it's Sitcot. We're not doing Cheers this week. I just felt inclined to do that. We have more rides open than Epcot currently does. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I, I didn't even get to talk about Universal because, um, oh, that's right. I didn't fucking go because every fucking line was 50 minutes or longer of a wait. So I said, I'm good. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to wait 50 minutes just to enjoy a bad snippet of Fast and the Furious Supercharged when I can go to <laughs> Orlando and get the whole thing for free. I'm not going to wait. So, anyways, Sitcot, it's a theme park all about sitcoms, Jim. And this week, we've got a challenge because sitcoms are traditionally known to be funny. And this week, we kind of went off that beaten path by... <laughs> By choosing the Big Bang Theory to be inspiring a ride this week. And so my ride is, I, I kind of want it to be inspired almost like by the Men in Black uh, queue where you go into this laboratory. Except this is going to be going into like the lobby of some fancy place as they're about to give out the Nobel Prize for fucking chemistry. Or whatever they keep trying to win on that show. I don't know. But... That's, that's, I just remembered Young Sheldon as a thing. I've had a few tonight. Um, Anyways. You, you, do, you do know that that is how the show did end, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's inspired by. Don't <laughs> okay, worry. I I'm totally like, know. I like know that. Did you, did you, like, I thought maybe I, some tendrils of your brain connected to something, like, you're as good as Chuck Lorre. I know the lore of like, Big Bang Theory. I am the lore <laughs> keeper. Oh, you're uh, awake, Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> Bozingo, my friend. But no, um, so you go through and it's getting ready to give Sheldon and, um, other, other, the Nobel, P the and Nobel boyfriend. Prize. Exactly. To, it, it's, they're basically getting an award because they were the first people to learn about time travel. Okay. And that's why this ride is literally just Ellen's energy adventure. No, uh, essentially what it is, is it's going to be almost like a spaceship Earth meets Ellen's energy adventure where you're going through all these different scenes and see the story is the Big Bang crew 
got lost back in time. Or Sheldon got lost in a specific area of time, but his ship came back without him. So now they have to go find him. And so you go through the first area and it's like, um, I don't know, the one who's a real big pervert and his girlfriend or <laughs> wife probably running from a dinosaur. And it's real funny because he's a pervert. And then you go <laughs> to the next one. And this one's like in old Egypt and Raj is up on the throne or some shit. I don't know. Um, and like Penny's having to assist him, but he's drinking wine so he can talk. I remember very few bits from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> but as you go through, it's just all the Big Bang characters in silly situations throughout history. And it's almost re recreating the theme song, which is, you know, talking about all of history. You experience math, science, history, unraveling the mystery. It all started with a Big Bang. And I, oh man, that would be really cool that I just came up with. So you go through the ride and then finally you reach the end and you're on, I don't know, the moon. And Sheldon is full-on Mr. Uh, fucking Dr. Manhattan himself up on the moon, and he's just staring down at it. And I don't know why, but Sheldon's eyes are glowing a bright white, and he's holding out a finger, and as he does this, all of time goes backwards, then moves forwards and goes backwards until he eventually goes back to the Big Bang itself. And then that's when he's just like... He's trying to figure out what started it all, and that's when his friends arrived. And they're like, it doesn't matter how it started, it matters how it ends. They grab his hand, he gets led out to get the Nobel Prize for good science. And that's how the ride ends. And then the end of it, there's like a replica of the apartment that you can go in and hang out. There's, um... I don't know, man. Fuck. Big Bang Theory is a thing that exists in this world, and I just can't parse it. But I that's was, my I'm idea. So I'm very glad that you didn't say that he was on the moon in a hot tub like Bill Clinton at the end of Cruising World. <laughs> yeah. That was my ultimate. I, th I really thought you were going to say that he caused the Big Bang by saying Bazinga. I really thought that was where the... Oh, shit. That's so good. <laughs> no, that's... That that hold on. Going. No, fuck it. You're right. That's the only logical ending. It doesn't matter how it started. It all matters how it ends. And then Sheldon looks at, looks at it, turns to the camera like the rock on Supercharged. Well, let's go forward then. Bazinga. Snaps fingers. And then this is the only fast part of the ride, but you jet forward through like stars and all of this stuff. And you see the intro of Big Bang Theory, which is seeing like Galileo's image fly above your head. And you go through the intro credits of Big Bang Theory. And then at the end, as you're boarding out, you look to the left and you see an animatronic Sheldon, which is the scariest thing I think I can possibly imagine accepting his Nobel award. <laughs> you literally combined Countdown to Extinction... And a great movie ride, somehow. <laughs> and so there's a little spaceship Earth in there. Don't leave, the, don't yeah. leave that girl out. <laughs> so what did you do, Jim? How did you ruin this beloved show that ran for so many seasons? I, 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 uh, I don't know if beloved's the right word. Um, I decided to do a slightly similar thing in that uh, it would revolve around Sheldon doing something, but Instead of uh, winning a prize, he will have created this ride that you're going to go on to essentially so... make money. 
I was so scared that you were about to be like, he made this amazing discovery of this thing called the figment of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just dirty into imagination put with fucking Sheldon there instead of charming ass. Uh... Oh. <laughs> oh, hello there. Let me teach you about my Christian mother. <laughs> hello, everybody. I'd like to take you through your five senses. And we're going to talk about imagination today. Bazinga. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So Sheldon done fucked some shit up. It's so okay, Sheldon decided to make a, a a theme park ride to earn money to like form like to earn money for like a to do some experiment. But his experiment is that essentially he's gonna interspace everybody and go inside of Raj to figure out why he can't talk to girls unless he's drunk. Okay. So it's I body like wars. That's it starts. One, hold on, that's the one bit we remember from the show is that Raj can't talk to girls unless he's drunk. Just like how you can't do podcasts unless you're. <laughs> Jim, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's basically like a body wars, but once you get into the little like machine and they shrink you down. Okay, so a in the queue, you know how in that in the flight of passage queue, there's the blue guy in the tube. You would see Raj in the tube. Fuck, that's scary. That might be scarier than animatronic Sheldon. That's really bad. <laughs> he, he wouldn't have like crazy long weird alien braids, but we could maybe work that workshop that. It, no, that's part of the helmet. The helmet that he's attached to has a weird braids coming off of it. So you go inside of Raj, and it kind of nope. turns into a cross between Body Wars, Cranium Command, and Inside Out all at once. I hate it. Okay. So so you're you're hearing the other characters like over a, over the PA, like they're out in the real world talking to you, but also there's the screen in front of you, so you can see where you're going in his body, but on the side are these screens that are supposed to be showing you like it's special information, and they get taken over by like the characters, but they're portraying like parts of his body and mind. I thought you were about to be like it gets taken over by Will Wheaton and he's trying to ruin <laughs> Sheldon. We could um, we could probably throw him in the queue somewhere. Like the actual Will Wheaton. Yeah. He's, he's trying queue. to get in the he's trying to get in the emergency exit. He can't get he's past the bouncer. He's reading Ready Player 1 to everybody as you pass by. Wait, <laughs> yeah, so you're you're basically traveling through Raj's body as he's uh, trying to find out why he can't talk to women. I don't really have an idea of what it would end up being, but I just like the idea of like you're hearing the characters like like are like Sheldon, what are you doing, you dumbass? And then inside the ride, like Sheldon is like his psyche. Oh yeah. The only bad thing about this is there's no way for it not to end sad because there's no way to be like, oh, I don't talk to girls because I got hit on my head when I was a child. It's always got to be like, yeah, I tried talking to a girl when I was 12 and um, she immediately threw me down into the mud and spat in my face and called me hideous and <laughs> told me to a, <laughs> make him like a Heinz Doofenshmirtz like. <laughs> okay. Multiple choice past of like oh, why he can't yeah. talk to girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so based on your actions in this ride, it determines what his actual past is. Oh Jesus! Do you have a name? Does that one got a name? Um, 
No, I didn't really have a have an idea for a name for this just because I, I came up with the idea like a week and a half ago and I only just wrote it down like an hour ago. Oh, very good. Mine's, of course, Unraveling the History, which is the only obvious title for it. But we've made Big Bang Theory, Jim, and I'm so happy I had a lot of good Disneyland stories to pad that shit out because otherwise this one was going to be rough. But... What are we going to do next week? What's going to be our comeback on this season? Um, you're, you're probably not going to like this. <laughs> because I don't, but I feel it has to be done. I, I don't know what that is. Whatever happened to. to predictability? No, I'm not. No, we can do that later. Uh, I, but we are going to go with something worse, and that is friends. Ah, oh, fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> also, I just... I'm trying to think of a good full house pun, but I can't. Like, full house of... Full house of mouths is what it is. <laughs> that had to have been the name. Didn't they go to Disney? That has to be the name of the episode where they went to Disney, right? I don't think it is. I think it's just, like, the Disney... The, the Disney stuff. The one they the, go the to Michelle's Disney. A, Michelle's an a-hole is what it's called. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so next week. Ah, oh, fuck, Jim. I wish you hadn't. Because, like, no one told me life was going to be this way, Jim. Fucking. It is called. It is called. You were very close. It is called The House Meets the Mouse. Oh, okay. That's, okay, so it's still there. I tried to make a good Friends theme song goof, but that's okay, Jim. Just step all over that. Just, but until you just next... threw it into a fountain. It's fine. <laughs> but until next week, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. Just go there and see what's there. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon and check out all the other BS Network programming online at a load of purebs.com. And remember to support the op-ed show mostly by going to patreon.com slash a load of BS like Ransom Meltzer, the Patreon saint of Opposite Attractions. And over there you get access to our exclusive show FAQ where Jim and I take a deep dot Jim and I! Ha! Huh. Take a deep dive into some of our favorite theme park rides. We've done Figment, we did Pirates of the Caribbean, and we've got more coming out. It's a monthly show, mostly to make room for all the other program staff shows. There's a ton of stuff waiting for you at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But until next time, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at up at show. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with OPP?